Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Waifu Wars podcast. I am Uzaki's dad's chair, Juvidu. And I am Atomic, aka Soberoni. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Waifu Wars, where we talk about all things anime, the good, the bad, and the weeb, but not your waifu, because she is trash. And you know what? That's the law because today is my birthday. Hey, happy B Day, Drew. Yay. I'm I'm happy. I'm just tired. Last <laughs> night was it was a relatively good time. <laughs> Had a good time. Uh we were on stream. Uh we went to Abachi. Um, had some drinks, then went to stream more drinks than edible and then yeah i was great crossfaded as fuck and i had and i was feeling fantastic yep it was a good night it was a very fun night the music you know usually i sometimes i feel typically on my birthday for birthday streams because i feel like people are just some people play this music that's not for my taste which normally i wouldn't care but it's my birthday so i'm like oh, of course i care but I don't know. Yesterday, the music was giving me my life. Yeah, I was having chat stepped really up. They were like, "We know what Drew likes, and we're gonna play it." I don't think we had like any all... meme songs or anything, right? And it was really oh, that makes me sad. <laughs> I, I, I would have if if I was a little more sober, I would have played Beast. I would remember to play Beast Cock. Um, but yeah, we had a good time, and now we're going. To end up my birthday doing what I love most, which is this podcast. And we are going to start as always. Oh, by the way, yeah, we're also on like time restraints because I also took another edible. So I'm just like, oh, we have to get through this, but I'm still sober. And also I work tomorrow. So yay. Also that. So yes. Anyways, we're going to get started with our news segment this week in anime. Um... Oh, and I'm going to let you go first. So, on my side of the woods, I got some fun news since Halloween just passed. Megan the Stallion actually cosplayed as Mirko from Hero Academia for Halloween. It was, she looks great in her cosplay, obviously. Um, I just love it whenever, like, celebrities get in on their weeb side. Mm-hmm. But the That's- interesting thing about this in particular is um, the assistant to the mangaka for Hero Academia is actually a big Megan Thee Stallion fan and models a lot of Miracle's art uh, based on Megan Thee Stallion. Like, yeah. he uses her as a model and, like, copies her poses and stuff. Which is so, like, oh, that's such an awesome moment. Like, full circle moment. Mm-hmm. It all comes full circle. So it's not only do you get the the niceness of seeing, like, a weeb you know, the weeb side of a, of a major celebrity, but you get to see the fact that uh, American Western culture kind of blending with Japanese culture in a nice way. Exactly. So that being said, Yahoo's can't say no shit. I don't want to hear anyone saying anything bad about Meg the Stallion. Exactly. Okay. She is, she is our fellow weeb, which she, like, she made it very clear from day one. She mm. never really hit it. <laughs> like, this is not, this is not news. To end, well, 
It's news to people who do not follow Megan Thee Stallion like me. I feel like it's yeah. I feel like it's news to you. I, I said it's not news to anyone. I was like, oh no, I feel like it's news to Oni. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's news, news to, to most people. anime fans. I that's a stretch, but <laughs> <laughs> that is a stretch. No, because it's not even the first time she did cosplay. <laughs> I think it just needs to you, uh, Mr. Boomer. Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, okay. Um, well, Oni tries to dodge the fact that he is old, just like me. I actually didn't, I didn't pull up on the website, but this was taken from the Anime NYC website. Um, Essentially, we found out. Actually, let's let's take a step further back. So, in a way to like kind of make sure people aren't waiting on lines for stuff, and people, you know, it doesn't turn to like this one giant line con. People aren't getting shafted. They decided, hey guys, at this certain time, you can reserve seats for said events. At this time, this day at this time. I think it was was last week. It was like on um, Wednesday at Monday. six. No, it was, it was Tuesday. No, it was Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? It was Tuesday, November first. Okay, so then, yeah. Yeah, for for I forget which specific event it was for, but Wednesday was for like everything else. Mm. Um. So Tuesday came. Everyone, try, okay. By everyone, I mean <laughs> to everyone. That's not me. Because only had to remind me. And mind you, I set a reminder and everything. And then I I was talking to my friend and I had to stream. So I just got really distracted. But none of that mattered because the crash site, the, the site crashed. Excuse me, I flipped the words. The site crashed. Too many people were trying to do it at once. Um, And they said, okay, we're going to try to do this another time. And we're like, okay, it didn't work. I'm giving them some grace because I, I get it. It's a lot of people trying to be trying to do the same thing on the same site. It's going to crash it. Okay. Here's what they decided to do. This is reading from the website. Or so I'm assuming it's the website. Like the, the font matches the website. New for 2022. Anime NYC will be holding panel lotteries for all panels in the special events hall, panel room one, and select panel room two and four sessions. A panel lottery starts at 6 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday, November 9th, and ends at 11.59 p.m. Eastern on Friday, November 11th. Um, so they decided, fuck it, we're just, everything's RNG. <laughs> How fitting for the FGO panel. Right, a true, a, a, a true luck of the gotcha. Um, is this I say anime? I see. It's like we were off to such a good start, kind of. When you were like, "Hey, we're gonna downsize everything because everything was too wild last year." And even though that meant the vegan badges were sold instantly, I was okay with that because I'm like, in the grand scheme of things, it's it's for a much safer, much more calmer experience. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you know, which is super is even more important to someone like me now that I hurt my foot and you know just walking around is going to be a challenge. So I'm okay with that. Panel lotteries. <laughs> I think that's where I got lost. <laughs> this is where y'all lose me. Cause well, I feel like I feel like there is just a better way to do this. Besides, I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about them doing doing um the RNG for panels? I don't like it. I mean, I I think I've been to a lot of events. I've done it before, but it's just kind of like. I feel like it makes no one happy because a lot of the people who are going to apply are just going to apply for every panel and see what they get into. So what you're going to end up having is people who get into panels they don't even want. So then mm-hmm. other people won't get the space. To, it, it, it's going to end up creating more of a problem because, like, let's put it this way. If, you, if you're going to do a lotto, then what, and there's no drawback to, to entering as many um, lottos for the different panels as possible, everyone's just going to apply for every panel, see what they get into, and they're still going to, like base their schedule off of that so if there's a, a panel that they get into and they don't care about it and they don't show up then that's kind of almost like taking a spot from someone because they have to pre-allocate spots and stuff right. so it just creates a messier schedule in the end yeah i don't know i'm i'm old school i just like i like just having people line up that's it i'm fine i was fine with the reservations but I'm, my thing with reservations is that's i hate reservations too because like, I don't like right. waiting like, on lines like on a virtual line. Uh, I, I'm not against the. I, I don't know when the lines became such an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the only line that was bad last year was the literal line <laughs> to get inside. You just take care of that one. I I don't know why. I feel like there's some events that this would make sense, but. Mm. Like reserving rooms would make sense, right? I, but like very specific of events, probably events where you, I would say events where you have to pay for them. Maybe I think then that should require reservation. Everything else should be fair, fair game. Yeah. Uh because now I feel like we have to do. I feel like you have to email the the people and be like, "Hey, so." <laughs> we have to do like our little like press plea like so can we just like get guaranteed seats into the FGO panel because <laughs> like I don't know I, I personally don't feel like being shut out of the FGO panel for a second year in a row right yeah that's gonna suck although FGO is taking um, the FGO panel is gonna be in the big area like the biggest room I think so it's like man we would have to be really unlucky not to get seats into that panel I'm, and the way I'm not willing to take that risk <laughs> So yeah, we're still going to draft a strongly worded email and be like, hey guys. I don't, th- I, I don't think that'll I, work because it specifically says on the website it doesn't matter what your status is. Do you think? It really doesn't say regardless? It I says that when you apply for press passes, press passes don't give uh, what you would call it um, priority uh, for panels or anything. Shit, that is... So no, we cannot pull rank for panels. <laughs> And that's so crazy, because, like... You don't have press privilege, Drew. So, but how's that fair when we don't have 
like when we don't have like that I was I would have been fine with that logic, even with the reservation room reservations, because you know, ultimately we just have to line up virtually. But that's just like our due diligence as content creators. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one thing. It's another thing where it's like, oh, it's all RNG. Like, and Otino Shay, that, that one 17-year-old who just, you know, got his, um, I don't know, MP20 OG um, saver. I'm just throwing out random shit. I just don't. I feel like, oh, it's just kind of not fair if he's just like, oh, I got one, but us, who's <laughs> like our content for your thing, for your whole um convention, this is a huge part of it. This is who we are as content creators. And now you're saying our work is going to be like, we won't, can't be able to do our shit, but this guy gets to go. Like that's why that's why I mean it's like and it's not even because like oh if it was like well Joe Schmo lined up you know a year ahead then I can't complain you know because then he just he would just had better diligence he was just more diligent than us but I, I don't know no that's why I said I like lines better than virtual signups and virtual lotteries and shit. Like, at least, like, if, if it's, like, yeah, it's going to suck that there's a big line or whatever, and then you have to line up, like, early, <laughs> an, hour plus. an hour early. But you know what? At least for most things, for, like, 99% of the panels, lining up an hour and a half early is good enough to get in, even for the biggest ones. Yeah. So, that you, at least you I, I can plan around it. You know, it's like, all right, well, listen, exactly. I going to be there for an hour and a half. And right, and then you and once you like do all your walking and da da da, that's like usually most people's time, like where they just like sit down, relax. Yeah, and you can unwind and stuff. Yeah, but plus it's good um, for meeting people too. But yeah, exactly. Man. So this is uh, this is wild to me. This is very wild to me. I would not. Ugh. <laughs> Um, not their best decision. I'm just like, ugh. yeah, we see that now. They'll watch us all get into the panel, and they're gonna be like, Well, this was a great decision by Anime. No, I'll still stand by what I said, it still wasn't <laughs> a great decision. I'll just be thankful that we got in, and I feel like I'll be extra hurt because it's in the main hall, so I know it's 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 giving 2019 mm-hmm. <laughs> status, you know, that that legendary, um. FGO panel. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, they're gonna probably have um, like um, overseas voice actors come over and stuff. Exactly. So I'm just like, yo, we have to get in. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll see. We're gonna do it the good old fashioned. I'm still gonna send that email. I'm I'm because I feel like they just there. There can't be no way they'd be like well pressed past people. You just, they, eat shit like i mean like, they kind of explicitly they, say that <laughs> i i know but that was before that was before they had a rule that contradicted whatever the fuck is going on that's a contradict <laughs> that is a, can we at least agree that's a contradictory rule because that's that nah. it's like it's i like think you, you're trying to start. use your your 
press entitlement right now. <laughs> I really am not. At the end of the day, we're still just regular congoers, so we have to abide by whatever stupid, dumb lotto system they have. I don't know. We're not. We're not regular. We're, we're regular adjacent, but we're not regular. Mm. You literally have to put out content for this. So it's so. not like you're not a voice actor. We do that. Let's put it that way. No. Yes, we're not professional going. I get it, but that's that's my point. The point of the whole reason why we have these first badges is to make content of this. So you're you're gatekeeping the things that we make content on. But that's the whole point of you giving us these badges. It's literally <laughs> like you're you're. It's fighting the whole. It's like you're fighting the whole process. Well, <laughs> let's, let's wait to see what the results of the lottery are, and then we can then we can attack them. Nah, I'm just saying in general, <laughs> this makes no sense. Like even we're taking us out of it. That's like my personal thing about it that I don't like. But taking that out of it, it's still kind of wild. And yeah. I and I and I, oh man, they're gonna they're gonna get dragged, and I feel bad because I I don't want them to suck. I love anime NYC. I don't want it to be, you know, I want it to be good. I I just want it to be good. So I, yeah, we'll see where the chips falls, I guess, and let's see how this happens once the raffles go up. Mm-hmm. For all um, we know, they could fail the, the raffles and we'll have a different fucking <laughs> different uh, method next time, next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we tried doing raffles, but then the raffle machine broke, so... Mm. Um, so yeah, we're gonna... Oh, I feel like some of you are gonna do a group code thing. Which is interesting. So... Um... It says here, if you use a group code and you enter with multiple people, so essentially groups of four can enter together and their chances of winning go up by four. And if one of them wins, they all win. Is this some kind of like game show? What the hell? Why do you all have right. these? Listen, and I bet you now everyone's gonna be like scrambling together. But, no, let's form groups of twenty or some shit. So yeah, you... well, like I said, it's probably it's just gonna make the thing messier. I, I don't like lotteries. Right, ex exactly. I feel like they tried really hard. Like so, this feels like an an like a ruin in anime, and I feel like potentially it's going to blow back. But uh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. So that was my news slash um, filler arc for the <laughs> podcast. Because I literally just wanted to talk about that and be like, what? Uh, but now that we are done with our news, it's time for our weekly reviews. And we're going to start off with Chainsaw Man episode, episode four. Eh, uh, my episode of the week. I feel like it's giving, it's giving, it's giving episode of the week. I think for me, um, uh, I can't can't think of anything else that beat it. Yeah, it. Mm, it yeah, this episode of the week for me. Yeah, it gets it. 
Um, excuse me. So, what's the one thing that's worse than one devil, Oni? Two devils? <laughs> yes, and poor Denji had to find that out this episode. Because apparently, uh, the girlfriend of the bat demon showed up, aka the, the worm demon. I don't even want to think about how they fucked, but, you know. Oh my god, I <laughs> also don't, I was ugh. <laughs> it was a tapeworm. It wasn't just a worm demon. I think it was, it was like a leech. A leech, excuse me. Mm. There you go. Leech demon. Um, and oh my god! First of all, that the design is so yeah. crazy, disgusting, super in unsettling. A, yeah, in a really good way. <laughs> I loved it. And she was so fun. She was a really fun monster. Mm-hmm. Her with her udders. <laughs> her nipple freaking udders. Right. She was like, hey, that that guy was my was my man. And then she went on this random tangent being like, oh yeah, we just had one simple dream of killing and eating humans. <laughs> It was noble and and wonderful, and I'm just like, all right. <laughs> Life was good back then. Yeah, it was very silly. And then he actually, <laughs> and this part, I like this anime, I'm like, another anime that we're going to bring up, does such a good job with humor because... I feel like every time we do he, one of these snipes, it's always towards the same anime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Denji's like, hey, why is everyone hitting on my dream? You guys have such big dreams, and I don't want to do such boobs, but you guys make fun of me for my dreams. It's for you guys. And I'm just like, yeah, that's Denji. Yeah, I like, like I said, how direct Denji is. Like, mm-hmm relatably just simple like he's stupid and simple-minded but very in a way that relates to everyone in in the inner simplicity that we all have like even when he came back when uh power woke up and she was like why do you say it and he's like uh your boobs that's why he didn't even say it. he, he did that and then made this weird like <laughs> motion movement um, the fight scene was good. Oh yeah, it was really um, well animated. I will say, and I'm going to bring this up again. There's like a, there's one moment, you know, mm-hmm. it was my episode of the week. I will nitpick. I will say like, there are like a few shots where like Denji's running animation felt kind of it. It felt, it almost felt like, like Cartoon Network. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, like, the, like, like the running animation was not, it didn't make sense. Like you could see the legs running, but it looked like he was gliding. Like it didn't look like he was actually running. It looked like he was like, kind of like d- doing the running animation, but he was like. Yeah, because it was like, it was like some weird transition where it was like, it looked like the background was sliding or something. But 
Yeah, yeah but underneath his feet. Was fighting, pulling him while he was running, and I was yeah. like, that? I was like oh. <laughs> But then that's what makes me think it was maybe intentional. I don't know. If it was unintentional, that's a really weird, unintentional glitch in the system. I feel like it was probably an artistic decision. Probably. But yeah, the, um, it did also catch my eye, too. I'm like, that's kind of... Yeah, it was just it was just a little awkward. Mm. Once I once I once I caught it and I saw it a, like for a couple of seconds, I'm just like, this is we- why is he not running properly? But like I said, a mere nitpick. Mm-hmm. Everything else was really awesome. Uh and just when what you call it, Denji is about to literally die. You see his I popping out of his socket from the trauma, which is wild. Um, he gets saved by Haya, not Haya, yeah, Hayasaka. As Hayasaka's giant, some of this giant fox demon just like chomp, just takes a bite. <laughs> Super OP. Yeah, and that was the end of the leech demon or double. rip. Yeah, Rest that's okay. In peace. No, or, or don't. I don't care. She, she's the best villain we've had up until now. <laughs> There's still many more to go, hopefully. Yeah. Um. So let's see what happens. Uh, Denji wakes up in the hospital, fully healed, and Hayatawa's like, "Hey." Uh, from just with the uh, general evidence, it looks like a uh, homegirl is trying to kill you. Uh, Denji denies it. Because I guess... <laughs> well, I assume he just wants to fondle her breast at this point. Yeah. Like, I think that's like her only reason for letting her live. Mm-hmm. He's like, nope, nothing happened. Da, 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 da. And then Hayakawa basically uses that moment to, as a moment of like blackmail, being like, you know what, just shut up and do as I say. <laughs> like... And nothing will happen to her or you. And then she's like, cool. So another, uh, you know, display of power manipulation, which I'm seeing, clearly seeing is a huge under, a, a huge theme, I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't say, yeah, I wouldn't say undertone, but I'm like, it's kind of over. Right, it's, it's, like, it's they all just manipulate each other. Exactly. It's like a hierarchy. I like that a lot because it's like a hierarchy of manipulation. First off, right. Makima has different ways of manipulating all three of them because she right. manipulates Denji through sex, manipulates power through fear for some reason. <laughs> I don't know how. Oh, <laughs> oh, and that's like my favorite one. Yeah, <laughs> and then now we see she manipulates uh, what's-his-face, Hayaka, through um, just like praise and like appealing to his ego. Like, oh, you're the only one who can do this. You're so... You're such a you don't look a whole yeah. contain these two and hold them down. Yeah, and also, like in 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 um parentheses sex like yeah, <laughs> it all comes sex. back to sex. <laughs> Except somehow. <laughs> um, oh my god! If it was somehow sex, <laughs> that'd be I. I would only respect. I don't even respect Mishima more somehow. <laughs> But yeah, um, and then of course, power also manipulates Denji through sex. Oh. <laughs> Everyone manipulates Denji through sex. Yeah, Denji's the, at the bottom of the. Except the guy who gets who manipulates Denji through food. So. 
Denji's just Denji just got manipulated <laughs> all the way at the bottom with the manipulation pole. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, and then so the next scene after the hospitals, uh, it shows Hayakawa just like going through his morning, and it is like really beautiful anime, like so well animated. They spent more time animating that than they spent on the leech demon fight. I at this point I think I might be true. Maybe that's why they had the weird running animation. Like, I mean, I cut, I, cut from that. We had to put more detail on the coffee fucking point. But I was definitely thinking it. Um and then power shows up and <laughs> immediately everything gets kind of thrown into chaos. Which doesn't hate. I'm sorry. Doesn't um. Doesn't make me like her more, and I really didn't like her <laughs> to begin with. It kind of just makes me like she's a fun character, but it's just like ooh, on a personal level, I generally uh, what dislike, don't you like uh, about her? She's I somehow like you less. Exactly. She's a girl who doesn't flush her toilet or showers. As you saw, and and that little back and forth where they're both like yelling at her to like flush or to shower, <laughs> even in those moments, it was still great animation. Like the like like um, Hay- Hayakawa just kind of like shaking his head back and forth as he talks, and the mm-hmm. same thing for Denji. You know, just very uh like their whole bodies, and you can see the disgust through their whole body as they're talking. It's very animated, right? You know, yeah. Of them being of the of being excuse me, of them being disapproving, so I thought that was really once again just really good. It just puts me in the scene even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the episode ends where, uh, then while Denji's cleaning up Power's shit, <laughs> literally, literally, Power comes in. She's like, "Oh, trying to trying to fondle my breast." And drags Denji into the bathroom, shuts it, and I love the music change. <laughs> They're just in a very, in a very uh, uh, which one calls it? In a very sexual way. They're like, oh my god, we're changing the set of the tone. Seventies, yeah, uh, very, very, ob- very obvious. And she's like, yes, you can grope my titties. And then... <laughs> oh, I hate how that was a cliffhanger. I'm about to grope her They breath. better show it. I, I, I hate that it's a cliffhanger because it makes me believe that they're not. And something like, this asshole's going to walk in on them and be like, hey, get out of my bathroom or some shit. Oh my god. Because I don't care about etchy stuff like that, it'd be <laughs> really funny if that cucked again somehow. He better not. Also... As someone who lived with two other roommates in a uh, in an apartment, I must say having one bath with one bathroom, having one bathroom between the three of them must be hell. Or maybe not, because I guess power doesn't use it all that much. So <laughs> that doesn't no, <laughs> still bad, still still bad. And, and I, like, mm-hmm. I like that Denji proves the uh, the idiom that. No matter how disgusting a girl may be, it doesn't matter. <laughs> if you can touch the tits, it's worth it. 
No, SKs have well, honestly, it depends on depends on the man, how much they'll be willing to deal with another man's stank. Listen, depending on how beautiful you are, people will put up with a lot of shit, literally, in Tower's case. Yeah. I think I I I went through that phase a uh, a while back and I'm on the other side. So, I'm happy for myself that I don't have to do whatever he's doing cuz ugh. Like you, Listen, you, you're, you think, like, it's not you a phase, to... it's just you haven't seen someone that it's beautiful yet. Or you haven't had a chance with somebody beautiful enough yet. I I've seen a lot of beautiful men. Or uh, lovely enough yet. Listen, at the end of the day, yeah, there's gonna, there is going to be a person who you will, you will, like, take their shit for. All I'm going to say is that... Or, or are you really going to say if some hot supermodel guy showed up, you wouldn't, you'd be like, I'm not lowering myself to, <laughs> to wiping your shit to be with you. Unless he's my husband, no. <laughs> Already my boyfriend, no. Absolutely not. What? Mm. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Mm. I would never. Mm. Not on your best day. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call the uh, supermodels that I know. All the male Go supermodels. All of them. And I'm only saying, and I'm only saying that this is true because I'm not, I'm not <laughs> this might be a little TMI, but as a gay man, at one point, you are literally going to deal with someone's shit. <laughs> I have found my limit. <laughs> and everyone has no a price. One, no, no, no. Everyone been, has a price. Nope, I'm the 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 price is <laughs> you going and and clean getting in the shower and getting clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen, I have seen dirty booties. I have seen guys with uncut stuff who did not clean down there, and I'd be like, they'd be like, oh, why are you not paying? Like basically, why are you not you know giving head? And I'm just like. No, you need to clean. I'm well, like, that just that... means that they weren't attractive enough. No, there was, some, of them, <laughs> some of them were very attractive. I'm just not just putting... Just not enough. I'm just not... I'm not putting dick cheese in my <laughs> mouth. Are you saying... You're saying you, you, saying you're going to eat some girl's um, UTI if she's hot enough? Depends. Is she hot enough? <laughs> I'm asking you. Yeah, there's a theoretical limit. There's like... If we're going to stretch this out as like a math equation, at a certain point, someone would be hot enough that you would do that. Yes. You know what it is? You just have There's to... There's an infinite hear. spectrum of hotness. At a certain point, you would... Somebody would be so mind-numbingly attractive to you that you would literally do that for them. Yes. You know what it is? You just... You personally... <laughs> you personally need to experience that and then come to me and say if you would do it again. And then only then will I believe you. Mm. Only then will I I'm just you. using my facts and logic. When you... When you swallow some chick's UTI, get sick yourself, <laughs> spending days bedridden and growing up. And if you can survive all of that... If, it, if that chick is power, worse. 
No, it's not because you're a human. Oh, well, and you know what? Then it's not worth. So you're saying? So you're saying I'm correct? There is no. No, I'm saying that that that's the limit. It has to be somebody who's attractive with power. There you go. I don't know. You, you asked me a, that. Is, you, is, asked is me, someone, you asked me. You asked me for someone, not that I've is met. There someone, is there someone? Not that, that I've ever of? seen. Nope. No one. Okay, but I'm saying cool. theoretically. Oh, nigga! Unless you this whole a, argument is theoretical. <laughs> No, I'm talking about the real world, girl. Why would you talk about anime? Because characters? you can apply this logic to the real world. Theoretically, there were, if I like, I don't know, if some alien comes out and it's just like unspeakably beautiful by human standards somehow. So if Power was real and had the UTI and did all that stuff, you'd be like, mm, but you're hot, so sure. Yeah, it's power. Okay. See, I'm honest with myself. I know what I what I will and will not do given the circumstances of the situations. Okay, there's no anime. <laughs> there's no anime, dude. Um, nope, <laughs> absolutely not. I'm just speaking to human human experience is all. You no, you can you just you just you just sound not. you sound like those people be like, I don't care how much money someone offered me, I would never. Do X, Y, and Z. Like, yeah, no, you would. There oh, is theoretically well, yeah, an amount of money you would money. be offered to do you something. No, see, the difference is talking about one is about sex, one is about money. Two and both things. and both appeal I to a base more. human desires I, and needs. I care so. more about one than the. There's a mm. lot I'll be doing for money. So and if you were, let's say, locked in a room like for ten years and didn't have any sex or anything and weren't allowed to touch stuff or anything, and then a supermodel came by, the hottest person you've ever seen. And said, if you clean my toilet, I'll have sex with as much sex with you as you want. You'd be like, no, my morals forbid me. Lock me back into the the, uh, the, the sanitation room for another 10 years. I would, I would literally <laughs> have to negotiate. I'm not, I'm, not anyone, I'm not cleaning anyone's toilet. Just oh, yeah, bullshit. Know. Okay, next anime. Yeah, okay, Drew's bullshitting now. <laughs> I'm not a no. I would never. I would never. I would be chased my entire life if it meant I didn't have to give in to my standards of blah, 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 blah. Wait, no. How long (laughs) have I been deprived of sex? Ten years. Okay, so, yes. In in, in a world... Oh, whoa, wait. So you're saying that there are situations that would impact your decision-making when it comes to sex. And that you just don't have a universal standard that is always the same. Yeah, they're different things. Okay, then. But that was like, that's like, a, if a meteor is coming down and has a, has a gun to my mouth, one thing that doesn't matter, like, girl, you defeat your... You no, Ex- extreme, extreme examples are what show when your your arguments don't work. As in, it, it's the, exa- if, if your logic cannot hold up under extreme examples, then it's not a good logic. It's faulty. Okay, let me rephrase. <laughs> under under normal conditions, where I'm just going from day to day, no, I would not readily clean someone's <laughs> shit. I have sex them. Yes, if I was appraised like some for a whole decade, and then someone came in, and the only thing they were offering me was sex, not a way out, not <laughs> a phone to call someone to come rescue me or help me. And the only thing I get offered is sex. Yes, in this one 
very specific, unrealistic. All I need to do is prove the principle that you would, under certain circumstances, uh, give. I guess weaken your moral high ground. It's not even a moral high ground. Yes, I just don't. I just don't like. I just don't like clean people's shit. It's not Neither moral. do I, but sometimes I, you know, it's depending depending it's on the situation, we might have to do things I'm you don't like to get what we want. I feel, I'm sorry, you feel below me somehow. That's not because that's not. I I that. just don't like fakers. I like. I'm not fake. I'm not fake. I'm never going to say I'm not. For most people, in ordinary circumstances, I'm just not cleaning anyone's poop. I I feel like that's a fair assessment. That's like a fair assessment. If, if if someone as hot as power or someone I would deem as hot as power somehow magically came to life and was like, yeah, have sex with me, you just gotta clean my shitty toilet. I'm like, no, because like I'm, I wouldn't want, because I wouldn't want to fuck you after that. Like I, because I'm like tie. I'm I'm like, like I I don't I don't know. I don't believe I'm, you. No, my, my, <laughs> listen, my penis does not, it like after 10 to 15 minutes. Okay, as so much as people do dumb shit for sex, I don't, uh, and it's, it's a basic human instinct. People, and I'm not saying, people will compromise their values and, and, or like, and I'm not saying all I that shit for sex. Before, I'm not saying I haven't done this before. Yeah, no, I'm not saying I haven't done wild stuff for sex. I definitely 100% have. Something as simple as cleaning a toilet, I wouldn't count as a wild thing. (laughs) What? I wouldn't count something as simple as cleaning a toilet. That's the thing that gets me. It's not even like it's a huge... I'm not telling you to, like, literally eat shit out of her ass or something. (laughs) I mean, I have done... (laughs) I feel like I've I've done things that I would consider worse than just merely cleaning out of the toilet. Not something worse than like something more disgusting, but definitely something worse. So yeah, I, it's not from a, oh my god, I'm too good for this because I have done worse. I'm just saying because I have, I'm not super interested in doing the bad thing again that leads me to the sex. I'm like, mm, I've done it, I've done that a few times. I'm not interested anymore. That is all I'm saying. Mm. I've done it a few times already. Nothing that I'm. The li- I'm just saying the likelihood. The likelihood. The more stupid stuff you do, the likelihood that you're going. The likelihood that you're going to repeat it goes down. <laughs> and I think that it's compromising yourself is just intrinsic to all humans. I don't think that there's any like paragon of virtue who is yeah, just like above. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I will choose is, not to do this stuff because compromise is a thing. I would probably compromise something else a lot sooner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying the the poop thing. It's it's gonna take a lot for me to give into that. Like you said, it's gonna have to be some some saw shit to get me to do that. Yeah, fucking reverse bear trap. <laughs> right, like if if and if that if that point if that's what makes me do it, I won't feel bad. Or ashamed. It's like you literally locked me in a place for like ten years, and it's like, okay. <laughs> so, uh, God, that was such a that was that was a fun but very pointless thought exercise. Just like it should be. This is a, the the philosophical questions that Chainsaw Man brings out of us. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Spy Family Part Two, Episode Six. Six, yes. 
Um, so basically, Anya's midterms are coming up. And, you know, Anya's not looking so good. <laughs> she was really happy about her grade. And then <laughs> she turned out, it turned out she did not do well. The scene where Damien just looks at her, is mm. like, Ugh. like, no, not even. He likes, he's like, all he does her smirk, yeah, her smug smirk, right? And she, yeah, and she was clearly devastated, Piranha. yeah. And then we find out somehow that Anya can't cheat on the day on the day of her midterms because apparently eclipses block her powers. I mean, does the eclipse take place during the day? It can. Mm-hmm. It can. If it's a solar eclipse, yes. That means it seems awfully yeah. coincidental. I feel like solar eclipses are not that common, but okay. They're not. I didn't we study earth science, but we yeah. definitely we definitely had one when um wait, did you say earth science? Yeah. Isn't that more meteorology? Man, it's under earth science. Really? Yeah. That's why we never learned it in school. Fair like enough. the phases of the moon and stuff. That's all under earth science? You're... Oh my god. Yo, mm. I literally... I, I guess I didn't learn shit in earth science. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Interesting. I mean, I get, it makes sense. Kind of. You know, just... In my mind, earth science is like literally earth. I feel like it's because physics is too much other important shit to worry about than like the fucking tides and and moon phases. I mean, they're important. It's just we didn't learn them. <laughs> we just didn't learn them. Um. So yeah, in an attempt to help Anya study, they invite Yuri over for whatever reason. And my god, Yuri's such a dick. (laughs) How dare you be in your house, Lloyd? The hell? Yeah, how dare you be in your house on your day off? Go to work on your day off. (laughs) What? Um, Also, (laughs) I feel bad for Anya having to hear him just talk shit about her. Like, Mm -hmm. ugly gremlin. I'm like, damn. Chill. (laughs) She's, She's like, Five, calm down. <laughs> right, it's it's one. I'm fine when he makes fun of Lloyd because whatever. But when he starts doing me to Anya, that's when mm. I'm like, I don't like that. I don't like that. Uh, but Anya, of course, ends up using his Siscon status to manipulate him into helping her yes, study. Very good, Anya. Um, it doesn't work, but it makes for a very funny uh montage. <laughs> I love when they by the time they're done, he's like, Oh, how's that for grammar? And she's like, I don't even know what grammar is. And that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, fuck this. This is not worth it. <laughs> oh my god, yours cookies where he comes back and he's right. He's like, Oh no, I didn't get to have these cookies for for your and then he just runs all the way back. Eat the cookies, runs away. You just hear him throw up in the background. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dog. <laughs> too. Well, I'm like, I was like, no, barf. No. And then Lloyd comes in and you just see the, de- the dog lying on the floor. <laughs> Why is this dog dead? 
<laughs> oh god yeah so that was really funny a lot of funny moments um so twilight i said twilight lloyd realizes that anna's gonna horribly fail all these exams so she decides so she he decides to break in into the safe and change the codes himself which usually would have been easy, but another spy had a similar idea. <laughs> Daybreak. Yes. Introducing the, 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 the real yes. greatest spy in all of yes, the opposite of Twilight. Decides to come and well <laughs> he has actually the same um the same idea, changing people's grades, except he's trying to change Damien's grades and the grades of his brother so that they fail. And which is very interesting because it's like, ooh, like it's getting very political because why why are they trying to Yeah, who's out there trying to fuck over Damien? Right, like the politicians' kids, like why? Hmm. However, getting to the safe is a whole different issue because this dumbass is just like, <laughs> like there's no way he's a real spy i love the, the endless rolling like he doesn't even walk and he, like, just, he just rolls. rolls he just rolls everywhere like girl i can't Mm-mm. so yeah he just <laughs> rolls over um i don't know why he does like some weird uh I don't know, some type of exercise thing where you hold yourself in midair. The planking? Off of a pole. I guess that's what planking is. And yeah, he does that. Looking like a, <laughs> looking like a, a buff Dominican dude working out in the park. <laughs> of course, somehow, the guards didn't notice him. And at first, when they didn't notice him, I thought it was kind of like this scene from um, this web series I used to watch called The Most Popular Girls in High School, where, like, there's this girl, she has to, like, break into her uh, her old friend's room and, and steal something from her computer. So she, like, zip lines into the living room while her parents are, like, having this loud argument. And she, like, <laughs> she does all this stupid missing impossible stuff starts rolling on the pillow like an idiot like awkwardly falls worms away and meanwhile the parents are completely oblivious just fighting with each other and later on the episode um Brittany's like oh my god what happened to my stuff oh what happened mom do you know what happened and she's like oh yeah you, yeah your your friend she like Snuck, yeah, she like came in and like went to, and went into your room. <laughs> and she like, well, really? Yeah, I don't know why she was doing some real weird shit, like just dropped down and rolling around. Yeah, she's real fucking weird. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gonna be one of those things where they saw clearly what he was doing. Just they just let it go. Like, oh yeah, it's that guy. He just does this because I don't know his his dad owns the the building. <laughs> But that wasn't the case. They just didn't see him. I don't know. It was it was very funny, to say the least. 
I love the, uh, the the break in where Twilight's just like, how's he gonna get into this door? Is he gonna have to wait for something? And he just like breaks open a window mad loud and like unlocks the door. Like, oh my god, that was so funny. And then he's like, yeah, I can't wait. I'm gonna tell everyone about me and my great and my great conquest to the point where. Um, Lloyd interjects, he's like, no, don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he was supposed to be knocked out. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, maybe in some ways he truly is uh, Lloyd's greatest match. Yeah. Because I, he's so incompetent. I really want more of him. I hope we get Me, more of I him. Really, I really hope he comes back. Because mm-hmm. he's Oh man. It was a real fun episode. Also, Yor had one line this episode that was a fucking beautiful line. <laughs> she was just like seeing all of Anya's tests and was like, oh, oh, Anya, you get, if you add all your tests together, you get 100. <laughs> yeah, they all equal over 100. That's right. Lloyd changed her answers just so she can barely pass. <laughs> I guess to not um, like, make it suspicious. Like, like, oh, yeah. wow, you got all, you're first, Anya. You got everything right. Right, and I think because Anya's gonna knew he was gonna take care of it, mm-hmm. she was like, "All right, and they're gonna find, they're gonna be happy that I pass and whatever." And of course, Lloyd was upset because you know, they were terrible grades. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! So yeah, it was a very funny episode. Yes. Oh, All right, now we're gonna move on to Golden Kamui season four, episode six. Um, I have to say, it's my least favorite episode of the new season so far. Yeah, I agree. It felt very fillery, felt very random. The whole them filming is like, I really wanted to like it. <laughs> I did it was, too because it, it was mostly like SEPA episode, but I was like, oh, but uh. I could tell it, it was not gonna be like super action packed because. That's from the fact they were like, oh, well, we just have to stay in Toyohara until Tsurumi comes. I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. But also, it felt fillery. Like, yeah, right. Like, I feel like the movie filming scene went on too long. Like, mm-hmm. the, all the multiple different stories and stuff that all involved just dicks. Right. Like, it, just, it, it dragged on a bit. And I feel like the only thing that was really worth paying attention to was when her... Her parents came on screen. Yeah, it was like, this whole episode was just building up for the last, like, two minutes of the... Yeah, so, nothing too crazy. Um, You know, I feel like this episode, it was only palpable for, for like, a filler episode because they still had a lot of the, you know, the good old-fashioned Golden Kami quirks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tsukihima dressed like a woman... I was gonna say Sugima and drag, but I that's I feel like that'd be disrespectful to drag queens. Um, yeah, with his, I don't know why, why he gave him such big ass titties. My God. <laughs> um, you know, Sirpa getting into the whole filming persona, like the director persona. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whenever she's telling the story and. Uh, Sugimoto just interjects, being like, oh my god, none of this makes sense. 
<laughs> why does this guy always die at the end of the story? Mm-hmm. There's just little little things about that. The beginning of the story where the, um what's his name? Chika Pasi and the other guy, they meet up with the other Ainu, makes a joke about um that guy having really big balls. You know, just this very, very small things that's like, yeah, it's 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 fine. She can stay. Mm-hmm. I don't want three episodes like this. Like, let's not make it let's not give it the um the Joshin Chan curse. Yeah, no. Please God, no. Let's not do that. Um, anything that stood out to you really this episode? Not particularly. Um Yeah, not really. It was just a an episode to me. Yeah, agreed. I'm sure they're gonna bounce back. They're like, we need a breather. Yeah, that means the next episode's gonna be wild. Exactly. So that's usually how it works with Golden Kamui, so I cannot wait. Alright, up next we have Mighty Mashda. Oh, you skipped the show, by the way, before uh, Golden Kamui. Oh, I did. I let's that's oh man. I just made my life so much harder. God damn it. <laughs> um, I guess we're talking about my hero academia. Yay. <laughs> Season six, episode six. So this episode it's kind of just like stuff is more stuff is happening with like the overarching plot, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> um Let's see. Uh, Shigaraki is awakened, uh, both physically and figuratively. Uh, he has he's uh, acclimated with all the quirks that he's gained from from uh, All for One. Mm. And All for One is also telling him, hey, 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 this, this, uh, this one for all person, you should, uh, do something about that. <laughs> you know, that, I guess there's something about the quirks that they're very, excuse me, it's, it's very much, uh, Jedi versus Sith, Sith yeah. feeling. It's just like, I can feel when... The other ones around kind of thing which is you know that's cool that's cool um let's see and yeah shigaraki's like she, oh yeah shigaraki starts fighting yeah he has a fourth <laughs> endeavor yeah which is you know pretty pretty cool it feels almost it's like it's so weird I'm so used to the quality of my Hero Academia fights that the the if this fight, all the fighting that happened in this episode felt very fillerish. There wasn't really much fighting, like actual right. fighting. It was more like just I, like I would say, yeah, even movement between dialogue. <laughs> yeah, right. Which also is weird because I feel like, I mean, I guess Shigaraki's super powerful, so I'll, I'll give it a pass. But I feel like Endeavor should definitely. Maybe defuse the situation a lot faster. <laughs> I mean, how can he? He homeboy, yeah. homeboy's a nomu. <laughs> He's just a nomu and a, and a human mm-hmm. with a billion quirks, as opposed to just like one or two. 
Yeah, I guess. Ooh. So yeah, it's kind of. I love that. Um. Well, first of all, I love that Deku and uh, Bakugo try to like go there to to help Endeavor. And right. they can't do shit. They just get immediately right. pulled. Right, you and Brian Gantino, who's like, hey, guys, let's not do that. Mm-hmm. Because he's kind of going to kill y'all. It's like anti-shonen logic. Like, any other shonen, you would have seen Naruto, or, yeah, like, Naruto and Sasuke running. Yeah, Naruto, yeah. And they would have won the fight in this game. This anime. Right. Like, uh, you guys are students, and we have, like, thousands of heroes here. Get the fuck out of here. Get, get, leave. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm sure they mentioned there's a good chance that... Like a fifty-fifty chance they're gonna still encounter Shigaraki and so. Oh yeah, they'll. Like I think they'll they'll do something helpful, but I don't think they're gonna like. It's not like Deku's gonna show up in one right, like solo one v one Shigaraki. Everyone has been taken down or killed. Yeah, like well. oh, he's beaten Endeavor, he's beaten Miracle, he's beaten everybody, but Deku has this one. Right, I'm like, girl, you can just like you're just you're just Spider Man at this point <laughs> without the web. Yeah, Spider Man and Iron Man here. Right. Can't really do much. Oh, who's Iron Man? Bakugo? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel like that's almost insulting to Iron Man. Eh, what? Hello. Hello. It's, it's a girl, it's Iron Man. <laughs> like, <laughs> Deku, Deku's, all he does is blow shit up. I know, yeah, it's kind of what Iron Man does too. But he can. Uh-huh. He can it's like I blow shit up, lasers, <laughs> and, and, and lasers, and flying, and money. Yes, that's the that's, that's the only thing that, yeah, that, that Tony Stark has that Baku doesn't is money. All right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Money and that thing that powers his chest. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, doesn't matter because where Tony is now, he doesn't need it. Yes, um, until the eventual reboot. Right, the reboot or... Yeah, the, Khan or whatever, pulling yeah, the, the other Tony Stark from the 50th brother, Right, exactly. They could definitely bring back Tony Stark. Um, Let's see, what else happens? Well, I think we got it. Oh, oh Himiko yeah. killed a bunch of people. That was fun. Himiko, Himiko, Himiko. All right, Probably yeah. Just like that. fucking started the episode slicing a bunch of necks. Yeah, Douglas <laughs> like I'm so mad. It looked like at some point she just started like just cutting people. Like it wasn't even, like you're not even killing them anymore. She's just like kind of cutting them. She's like, ah. like she killed the first one for sure. Mm. Everyone else, like everyone else is dying, and I'm like they're just getting cut by her. I like to think she just slit their throats. Yeah, it's a very quick succession. Where it makes you feel better. I feel like she's just cutting. I feel like she's cutting them all just to get their blood, so she can. Oh yeah, that makes sense too. It's like transforming them. Exactly. Yeah, she's kind of OP. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that it it makes no sense if she was trying to just stab, kill, kill everyone quickly. You know, no tea, no shade to her. She is really good. But um, oh yeah, she can take their powers now. That's her thing. She can use their powers, so it would make more sense to just cut them all. Well, they don't need to be alive for her to do that, right? Or do they? Like, she could still just kill them and take their powers. Yeah, too. she can. She's not doing all that. She's mm. most likely just stabbing them all. I think they would notice if she's, like, killing... If this one hero's killing everyone. <laughs> but if she, but she's, like, just kind of cutting them and <sighs> jumping everywhere, it, may, she, it might be hard for them to She needs to, to frame one of the heroes from murder. That's what 
Right, that. That's right. the real way to take down Endeavor, free them from murder. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, if they couldn't get him for being up his kids, mm-hmm. so, I don't know if murder is. I don't know. Would they put him on trial for murder? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. I feel like this is the heroes are corrupt. Stain was the, right. Yeah, right. This is this is actually just the boys. Mm-hmm. But the boys, but with equally shitty villains <laughs> or worse villains, I should say. Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was a good, it was a good episode though. Yep. So looking forward to the next one, where undoubtedly a lot of people are about to die to Shigaraki. Rip, rip to the future heroes out there. Amen. Um, moving on, we are covering what's next? Uh, Itamakun, right? Like I said before, Itamakun season three, episode five. Um, I think this the majority of this episode was just covering um Alistair and Jazzy's training. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was pretty. You know, it was a pretty. It was a very entertaining episode. Yeah, more more or less. Um, it was. <laughs> I like that their motivation is slightly different from everyone else's. Basically, their motivation, especially when they were working at the club, which, by the way, that is terrible. I knew that was coming. The way they were just eating and drinking, like. Oh, they were definitely, I was like, they're going to make them pay. He's going to make them pay the bill. Yeah, never I'm trust like, anyone good. who just brings you to a club and it's like, everything's on me. Don't worry about it. Yeah, agreed. Um, Excuse me. So yeah, basically they the two get trapped by just running a tab all night and his teacher does not Actually, that's not even what happened. It, what happened was his teacher sold them. Yeah, they were just sold. Just sold them off. Just trafficked. Human trafficking. They literally, it wore, or, well, demon traffic. <laughs> yeah, demon, demon trafficking the episode. <laughs> and they had to work at a bar, and I guess they had to just learn the way of the world of adults, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was very interesting, because, you know, considering how he looks, and how he's able to like string them up with rope and like fly them somewhere. You would think it's something like more physical mm. or more wild, but nope. It was just it was just to a demon club, demon a uh, nightclub. Uh, but yeah, back to their motivations. Their motivations were simply just to get back at this guy. Like they're so. Like they're like, uh, your just your demeanor, like they're the way he would troll them, just got just bothered them. And I can see why, especially that one um time they were playing uh the the flip coin game where he's like, Where is it? and Jazzy stole it from him. Mm-hmm. But Jazzy, the mere moments of dialogue they had where they were celebrating, he stole it back. <laughs> <laughs> That was hilarious. I I so 
and the, my favorite thing about this episode was the te- the yeah the teacher that did because the whole thing that he has where he has like the bipolar personality no it's not really bipolar but like the whole like his demeanor is always like friendly and like soft spoken mm-hmm. but then he'll just switch it literally and be like super intimidating be like he's like I'm so proud of you guys but you fucked up you weren't paying attention when you thought that, you won. Yeah, you like, bad guy. Mm. <laughs> I was like, oh. Damn, like, that's oh. actually legitimately creepy. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, he's hot as shit. Man, random side note. Would you clean his toilet? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. That is going to be my new barometer for how hot you still <laughs> they they hot enough that you'd clean their toilet? <laughs> It was before or after the 10 years. <laughs> I don't know. He's a, I don't know. He's a big man. <laughs> like, if it, if it, if it, if it fits scale to his size, I don't think after 10 years, <laughs> we can always assume we're having this conversation after a 10-year gap of me being deprived of everything. No, so like, well, yeah, if you want to, yeah, fine. Ten years. It has to be. Since, if you, since, you're, you since your, your standards are so stringent with this. If you don't add a ten years, the answers will always be no. I know. You have a really weird, <laughs> stringent rule against... You are the one who added this rule. <laughs> you added the extra rule, not me. No, I'm you just saying, like, the, the, the whole cleaning toilets, I would say that's a very small... uh, Whatchamacallit, like... Level, pay. yeah, like really small price to pay to have like some with somebody really high. Like, oh, you gotta clean my toilet. Okay. Listen, I'm. <laughs> I'm not. It's not like you're cleaning it with your hands. You're gonna have a. You're gonna have a, a scrub or whatever. Toilet brush. It's like. Uh, so this is gonna be a weird statement that I'm gonna make, mm-hmm. and it's like you're. I feel like most people aren't gonna understand where I'm coming from, but as someone who's as I I. I claim you know to take it back in a positive way you know i refer to myself as like as a hoe so it's like really enough when you're like a hoe you're not at some point you're not really like super desperate for sex i know that sounds really weird that sounds, sounds almost contradictory because that's what you would think but it's like Okay, if you're a seasoned hoe, because once again, you, 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 you at, at that moment, you've lived a life <laughs> being in a hoe. So at some point, you're just like, you had enough experience, you just start to get a little choosy. And that's just what happened to me. I just got a little more choosy. That's why I'm like, it, to me, it's just not that serious. <laughs> it's, just not, it's not that serious. There's no way I would... I'd want to clean someone's poop just to have. I'm like I'm, I'm at that point where I'm just like, I could have sex with someone else. Like I don't, I don't need you to be looking like Michael B. Jordan to have sex with you. And my logic here is that that's not necessarily how it works. There's no like, so to revisit this this debate, <laughs> like for example, if you're a millionaire, millionaires have all the money they need in the world. But they right. still will do dumb shit for money. You know what I mean? It's like it's an intrinsic right. human desire to want. Right, right, right. To, like the sex thing, it doesn't matter how much sex you have with how many people you have. 
you're still going to desire. So it's not like a thing where you're like, no, I've had enough sex. And now I will. I mean, I guess some people maybe have that personality, like, but normal people will just still, no matter how much sex you've had with how many beautiful people, you'll still, if somebody really attractive is trying to hit on you, you'd still lower your standards to some degree, depending on their attractiveness or like various circumstances. Let me say like, if you haven't had sex in a week or a month or a year or something. Oh, 10 year, or yeah, 10, 10 years. years. It's not like a constant, like, state where you're just like no i i've set my bar and nothing will shake this bar no matter what how hot the person is or how desperate my circumstances is are or whatever yeah but yeah. I, I guess the only difference is I like, like you i'm not saying you can't be picky people are still picky but you're still subject to your base desires and circumstances and and that's my gag is i'm not I, I think that's the thing. I'm not a picky person, so that's why a, a, a thing like this is to to me. It doesn't affect. It's like if you ask me, would you rather have sex with this gorgeous person? You have to clean their shit. I'd be like, or I can have sex with this not as gorgeous person and not clean anyone's shit. <laughs> but I'm not presenting you that choice. I'm presenting you the the one person, but you have to clean their shit. Because, yes, if you're giving me a choice of, like, a 10 out of 10 and a 9 out of 10, and the 10 out of 10 I have to clean their shit, but a 9 out of 10 I don't, yeah, I'm going to sleep with a 9 out of 10. Girl, I'll sleep with a 6 out of 10. Over a <laughs> 10 out of 10? Yes. Well, I don't know how, how what's the curve on your, on your rating? Because for me, a 6 is pretty average. Yeah. Yeah, I would have So you would the average person over, like, a 10? A 10 is, like super like it'd be like a top 100 most beautiful person in the world type of situation like a 10 would be a fucking for me would be like i don't know insert one of the the k-pop girls from that video we were watching last night um yeah okay yeah I'm still, I, I'm still, and then I'm and then a six would be like random girl at the <laughs> that's a pretty big difference um. Yeah, I was. Still, I I would. I would still because I don't want to. I just really don't want to leash at the end of the day. Man, like, you know, I, I hope. I hope. I hope circumstances never happen where you have to be a custodian. Do, you would do, literally just kill yourself, I guess, if you no, had to ever clean a toilet. See, that's a different. That's a difference. And I was just about to say that <laughs> I'm willing to do more things for money. Then for sex. <laughs> All right. So, more, so if they if they offered you ten dollars, if they offered you ten dollars, and they would have sex with you, I have more accessibility to one than the other. If they offered you ten dollars, I first off, I feel I I don't think you're sleeping with tens out of tens. <laughs> At least I'm not my sleeping with tens. I mean, I'm. I mean, yes, <laughs> I have some. The 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 the, the quality is very different. <laughs> I have seen some pretty, some pretty good looking people. They're not tens I, out of tens. They are not, at least not by my standard. They're not. Oh yeah, well yours, your mm. ten out of ten is like nearly like it's like oh, a a supermodel or yes, that is like everyone's ten out of ten. If, if a supermodel is not your ten out of ten, and what is a supermodel? And you're like a twelve out of ten. Is your scale goal above no, ten? No, no, no. It can, it can, it can be a ten out of. 10 out of 10. Like, when you say supermodel, I'm like supermodel slash anyone famous and hot. 
like like I don't know, like an Idris Alba or Michael B. Jordan. Like that like when you say supermodel, that's why I sub in for like my ten out of ten. Yeah. Like I don't understand what you're yeah. I understand what you mean. Um yeah, no, I have a sub to the ten out of ten. But my, my only thing is I've been with like I've been with some eight I fuck, it's my birthday. I've been with some eights and nines, and you know, it's like the novelty is great because who doesn't love being being with you know beautiful men, right? <laughs> like I like I'm not saying I don't. I'm like, oh, these were bad experiences. No, it was great. It, it, it it's like. You know, some people explain like, oh my God, the guy I would love to be with has da-da-da and da-da-da and da-da-da. Like, do, like, I've talked to other gay men who said like, this is my ideal guy of who I'd love to get with or like, he, this person's so hot. And in my mind, I'm like, I've already had sex with someone who looks like that, but. Okay, now you're just bragging. I mean, you kind of took me to this point because because you're. But that, I mean, but this whole right, this brings the whole thing. This brings the whole thing full circle. You're trying to imply that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm. <laughs> yeah, but you're taking the now. You're just taking the argument full circle. <laughs> Which is what? Which is that you are still making it like all right. To reiterate, I still think you're subject to the fact that you would want to have sex with a hot guy. Like yeah, I said, there's no, there is no matter how much sex you have, you're still, uh, you're still so not immune from the. Of course, the desire is there. <laughs> I'm just saying, under normal human, like not ten years of whatever shit you were talking about, I'm just not, girl. I'm not cleaning your toilet. I'm not cleaning your toilet. And I'm saying that's because I've already have had experiences where I've hooked up with people who look attractive. I okay, but that you, you, you having those experiences doesn't it. diminish from future. Again, if somebody hits the lottery and is a millionaire, they're still so if somebody comes up and is like, I'll offer you a million dollars, they're not going to be like, I've won a million dollars before, therefore I will not. No, they're still going to do whatever to make the okay, million dollars. Okay, <laughs> like, okay, but I'm saying but they'll be less desperate. I'm saying... It's not about being I'm desperate. It's about natural okay, human say, inclination say, towards base no, no, desires. Let me, let me finish. I... Can we both agree that some a man who has a million dollars is less likely to cut off a finger to earn another million dollars mm-hmm. than someone who does not have a million dollars? That I agree with. That? Yes. Okay. So in that same vein, as someone who has had an experience, who has had an experience of being with men who are what people would consider to be attractive i'm saying that that I'm threshold of what like, i'm willing to do that you're threshold of what cleaning I'm a to toilet to cutting off a finger <laughs> i i mean i don't i don't i i would i'm trying to say something like extreme like basically i wouldn't do something extreme unless i could do something extreme for X, Y, and Z, if I already have X, Y, and Z, I'm less likely. I'm not saying it's impossible. I, that, that millionaire can just be like, well, I'm a millionaire. I can just, <laughs> I have enough money to sell back on with this extra million. 
Or some people who are like, I don't want to cut my finger off. I'm fine with my a million. Just the way I can be like, you know, someone with let who has but a here's, million. But using that example, even though <laughs> I, the, a millionaire is more likely, or the guy without a million dollars is more likely to cut up their finger for the million dollars than a millionaire. By that same logic, even the millionaire at a certain point would be willing to cut off his finger for a billion, and the billionaire would be willing to cut off his finger for a trillion. Like you, it's an exponential. You're just moving up to the next. It's like an infinite curve. At a certain point, there is a point where you would you're, do you're, the thing. You're right. I and I agree with which that. is my argument. I'm saying, and I'm saying because of who I am personally. The specific one about cleaning someone's shit, it's gonna, we're gonna have to do a lot. If, if Idris, yeah, if Idris Alba came up to you, was like, I'll fuck you, but you need to clean my toilet, I 100% guarantee you, you're cleaning his toilet, Drew. You do not try to bounce around, and be like, no, I would never. Would I clean his shit? Yes, you would. <laughs> Don't even pretend to pretend you wouldn't. <laughs> he would have to pay me money. He would have to pay me okay, money. Okay, bullshit. All right. All right. I can't, all right. I can't yeah, all right. Yeah, Drew. Okay. It would have to be... Okay, either one or two things would have to happen. <laughs> okay. it would be like, you would have to become like... You would, you would either have to like do everything. Yeah, you have to negotiate. We would have to negotiate. Yeah, yeah, you're negotiating with Idris Alba if he comes up to ask you that sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm not just cleaning. Okay. <laughs> I, I am not. Yes, like, yes, Drew. If a supermodel came up to me, it was like, let's have sex. I would also negotiate with her. I'd be like, well, only if we have sex on my terms, you 12 out of 10 supermodel was completely out of my league. Yes. <laughs> I just don't want to clean. I just don't <laughs> want to clean. Like I, re- you, you underestimate my. No, you, <laughs> you overestimate your abilities. That's what's going on. You under, you underestimate <laughs> my, my. You sound, you sound to- like those people who are like. You know how I said when I when when I was at chat and I was like the bear fight thing and like I'll kill a bear with a pistol or that's how you sound to me right now you're like I don't care if the most beautiful richest popular person in the world came to me I would be able to control the situation and be able to contain myself and negotiate the terms under which they engaged in sex with me you (laughs) it would be Idris Alba's uh, Idris Alba would have to pay me to have sex with him actually no, he has to pay me to clean this shit. Like, I'd be like, I guarantee, like, if Idris Alba walked up to half the straight people in the world and was like, I want to have sex with you, they'd probably do it just because it's Idris Alba. And they'd be like, oh, fuck, well, when am I going to have a chance to fuck a celebrity? Might as well. I admit, I I don't I don't know how it would go because that that seems so that that almost seems as po- that almost seems as likely as power. Exactly. <laughs> Just as possible, which is why I don't even bother focusing on like non possible thing. Like I don't know, like the the exercises are best grounded in some semblance of truth or or. Realism. (laughs) 
This is like, you know, I guess that's that's why I was like, I'm fine with you saying like a 10 out of 10. I, I'm just person. curious what's going to happen when you get married. You're, are you just not going to clean your husband's toilet or whatever? No, that, that I, like, like I said <laughs> at the beginning, I said I have to be married to them or they have to be my boyfriend, something like that. Then, you know, of course, and that's just being domestic with your with your partner. But like some random dude and uh, his yeah, really yeah, really weird standards. Toilet cleaning is toilet cleaning. I don't care. Like I don't know. It's just you know, as as like once again, as a gay man, shit is shit. <laughs> shit happens, and <laughs> I I feel like maybe maybe I've just gotten to a point in my life. Where I'm just like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really trying to deal with it like But, like, that. that's just funny because, like, I hate shit more than you do. Like, I hate shit so much. I don't even, The one thing stopping me from getting a dog is literally that I would never want to even go near it shit. If dogs didn't shit, I would have, like, ten dogs. But, alas, they do, so therefore I don't ever want a dog. Like, I can't stand shit. But I would still clean the toilet of a supermodel if she went that time. No, because... <laughs> okay, so when I say... So when I say... Like... We kind of, like a conversation of how the sex ha- is going to happen has to go down only because only because you know with gay men there's there's a little more it's you know it's a little complex for you know specific gay men reasons you know top bottom douching all that stuff it's not as simple as straight men and women like oh you you sex me you put you know you insert in here. And we have sex. It's not that. That's why I mean we have to have that conversation. Because if he's all like, yeah, take this like nine to ten inch men dingo dick, then I'm just, I'm not. We are no. so far off the topic, by the way, of the Irimuka and that is. <laughs> right. We, 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 went all, we went completely off the superhero. We went super off the yeah super off topic but yeah just to make my point because once again it it, does that involve me being with a man it's like if he's trying to put me in a situation that where i'm going to be in such pain no it's not worth it then i just wouldn't because it's like why so so now (laughs) so great i cleaned your poop and now i'm constipated for like the next few days thanks this is great this is a great experience i loved it like no then i would it's not worth it then i wouldn't fair enough yeah. fair and that's fair. what happened in your weekend this week so yeah right you and got no, dick yeah, that yeah, you couldn't use the toilet for two weeks there you go that's <laughs> clara clara's big food of dick got him <laughs> yeah basically all right <laughs> Wow, what a what a tangent! I love that for us. <laughs> I'm like, we have evidence in shadow, episode five. Um, okay. I did like this episode more than the other episodes. Of this, like, like Agreed. this is my favorite episode so far of the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were like, "All right, we're gonna just lean into being like." And then action isekai. Yeah, it wasn't a comedy. No, <laughs> it definitely was not that. As a, no, as an 
action isekai. It was alright. Right. They lean to one direction, they went that one direction, and I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is another anime that also, for a very split second, and once again, once again, this is nitpick land, they had this one... I, I feel like it might have been a budget thing. I'm convinced it was a budget thing. Mm. So that one scene where... I think... Wait, I timestamped. I even timestamped it. Where Where is it? My notes. And nine minutes and ten seconds. I think this is when... Um, Xanos kind of powers up with his little dark aura. Like, oh, I have my little dark red aura. It get the animation kind of gets very choppy. It powers up, like it's not as fluid for like a couple of seconds. Mm. Honestly, I don't think most people can see it. It's like, like, like the like the patterns of like the wind show up, but like it's almost like they almost have like some slight like the wind almost has like some slight buffering. It seems <laughs> kind of choppy, but like. His hair and his clothes are just flowing seamlessly, but like it's like the this wind pattern is it gets like all choppy and stuff. It's really weird and it's not consistent. I I hope that was just like a one one off thing. I'm gonna assume that was, and I hope I don't see it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that, that just made me like pause. I wonder which one did I see that first or. No, I think I saw that. Yeah, I saw Minutes in the Shadow first before I saw Chainsaw Man. So yeah, that was very uh, interesting to to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I love how when Xenos transformed, he didn't even eat all the pills. Like you saw, like two only two of the pills go in his mouth, and the rest like one hit his face, two hit the bottom of his mouth, and went to the floor. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, not all of them are required, I guess. Right. Okay. What was the point of that? You could have just like taken like one or two and just. Okay. Cool. I guess we. I guess you know when we had to worry about uh saving those pills, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess you could just make them. <laughs> um. And yeah, and then they had like their whole fight, which you know, cute animation. Um. And and then eventually, uh, what's his face? Oh my god, I forgot his name. I'm trying not to call him MC. I just called him MC. A, um, um, Iremoku, no, that's not no, his anime. name. is, uh, Sid. Sid? Yeah. Yeah, Sid. He's got the your favorite Final Fantasy Ten character. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's up there. Top ten easily. Uh top ten Final Fantasy yeah. Ten characters. <laughs> top ten Final Fantasy <laughs> Ten characters, yeah. You go. <laughs> um he does this whole thing, he's like, I <laughs> he's like, the only thing I want to start with atomic bomb, so I became atomic. Yes. That was really the best moment of this whole <laughs> the best moment of this whole anime so far. <laughs> Right. I'm not gonna lie though, considering he's a chun it's like this would be a cool moment if he wasn't such a weeb. 
was like, uh... This would be a cool <laughs> moment if they actually built up to it in a comedy sense, and this fight was right. more comedic instead of, like, being played as serious, because now it just came across as him being serious, and it was just like, oh, nah. Right, exactly. So <laughs> it was a very eye-roll moment. Yeah. Also, it was extra eye-roll for two reasons. One, he, like, made a whole crater for no reason. Like, I'm like, I, I feel like he killed a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he killed so many people. He killed some people. And then number two, how did Alexa survive that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so that was ridiculous. And also, why the fuck is Alexia taking up a sword and like... That was so random. Sword <laughs> movements like, yes. I like my I like I get a girl. You love your you love your sword play and your sister loves your sword play. And <laughs> we all love your sword, sword play. play, play. We get a girl, but bitch, seriously, like <laughs> now's not go the time. Go find help. Get help. Save like, yourself. Luckily Iris finds her stupid sister <laughs> and <laughs> finds her practicing sword movements for some reason. And it's like, oh my god, yay, you're like alive. You know, the <laughs> thing that you should be most concerned about. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was wild. Well, like we mentioned uh, when we were doing our live watch with um with uh two of our patrons, Savior and Orion. So yeah, the the and I can definitely tell from watching it, it's supposed to be more comedic and there's supposed to be more like internal dialogue and stuff to like give uh, context to the whole situation. But the anime doesn't have any of that, and it's just so it just it doesn't come across as a parody. It just comes across as the thing. It like it just feels like a generic dark fantasy isekai, you know, because it doesn't have any of the comedic elements to it. There's like comedic moments here and there, but there's not enough. Mm. Yeah, no, I it's yeah, it's just not enough to to deem it a parody. Yeah, it's definitely it's 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 action. The action. It, I feel like it almost has like I don't what do I call it Naruto syndrome. Um, it's like Naruto just has those moments of, of humor sprinkled in. It feels more like a Naruto where it's just like we have humor sprinkled in, but I won't call Naruto a comedy by any means. Yeah, there was a funny moment at the last the last scene with um. What's her name? Was it Alexa? The where she oh, comes, where she like confesses yes. them. <laughs> yes. and that's what gets yeah. me angry about the show because it has some some like really actual hilarious moments. moments like that. <laughs> they don't do it enough where she confesses them, and he's like, "No," he like turns her down, and she just like oh, murders. Him. <laughs> Oh. Right, like I wish it would just lean into one, like just lean into one. Mm-hmm. Lean into Preferably one the comedy because it does the comedy a lot right. better than the generic action. But <laughs> and and is like so is Alexa not just is she not in the story anymore? Because a new girl shows up at the end, and it kind of looked like it was just like a farewell to Alexa, like her arc is over. I which hope I hope not because I really liked her and she was really funny. I mean, she had her funny moments. And, and will I be sad if she's gone? Uh, mm. eh. I'll, <laughs> I'll miss her. Yeah, but unless they replace her with a bunch of the uh, the harem, the Shadow Garden. Shadow Garden. Yeah, 
So that's it for Eminence of Shadow. Let's move on to Uzaki Wasabi Kai. Mm-hmm. And to episode six. Yes, episode six. Yes. Progress, progress, progress. Yes. Um. I forgot what happened in the first half of this episode, though. That's okay. Oh, was um, it the was it the gym? Yes, it was the mm-hmm. gym where for <laughs> sequence they're just like, oh, this is girl who uh likes this guy and uh, she seems to really like him and you know he may not like her back and blah blah blah. What do you think about Sakurai? And it's just like, uh, yeah, the like fact his that he's dating advice from the girls, her, her, right. his daughter's dating. Or t- trying to trying date. Trying to date. <laughs> right, that was really funny. His obliviousness was really hilarious. And I loved how the at some point the arrows were like being more obnoxious. Yeah, there's, the sea kept the arrows, the arrows got yeah, worse. The arrow at the, like, at the last frame, like the arrows were like slapping him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah, that was very funny. Like that very like, you know... That that scene where everyone's getting like everyone's getting frustrated because it's like it's clearly about you, clearly about you. Mm-hmm. But I like Ozaki's dad as a character. He's actually very, very funny. Yeah. Oh, he is. He is incredibly funny, incredibly hot. So Ozaki's <laughs> mom did well. I can't. <laughs> oh, I, I was. I'm not. I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. You know, I'm just. I'm. I'm just surprised. I'm used to the very, the very beautiful anime mom having a very whatever looking dad. Yeah, or whatever looking husband, I should say. This is this is like one of the very few animes where I'm just like, oh my god, no. like the couple is like extremely beautiful, like they're perfect right. for each other. Like uh, to the point where I did not see it coming. Mm. Also, low-key, oh. the show has moved from Uzaki fan service to Uzaki's mom fan service. Like, a lot. Because right. we had, like, a bathing scene of her. Right, yeah. And and even... And maybe even um, Uzaki's sister. Yeah, a little bit of Uzaki's sister, too. Poor Uzaki's getting sidelined in terms of fan service <laughs> in her own show. Yeah, her, her sister. Her sister's, like, really cute. Mm-hmm. I like I like double shaggy hair. Look, it's really adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I like that a lot. Um, and then just just watching Uzaki's mom once again just stress out about something <laughs> to the point where the owner and Ami mm-hmm. clearly see it, and they're and he's just like, no, just let her just let her suffer. There, there's there's no, there's no helping her. <laughs> like I just give up. Yeah. Quietly. Yeah. But <laughs> um, <laughs> after Sakurai plays with the cats with Uzaki and he goes home, that scene with his mom is whole. Oh my god! <laughs> like. I think we talked about briefly, like after the scene. Mm-hmm. I was just like, "Why would you think that he would walk back, say, hey, 
hey, what's up, Uzaki's mom? I just finished fucking your daughter. Bye. Like, <laughs> see you next time. Yeah. I don't know. Like, why, why would she think that in her head? <laughs> like, that's so, like, I really thought, sat and thought about it. I'm just like, she is so silly. <laughs> she, I don't know. She, um, she has an overactive imagination, I guess. I I also loved the little. It was like a small little joke, but the the fact that it was her birthday, and then her husband was just all like all over her, and clearly like, they were fucking each other. And oh then the kids were God. like, yes. "Oh, parents, uh, what are you guys doing?" <laughs> right. That was that was cute. The awkward like breakfast. <laughs> I was like, "Ooh." Mm. He's like, mm, what's going on? I was like, oh, well, <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. They were talking about <laughs> making. I think it was this. I think this was before when they made the joke about getting making having a fourth baby. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe, maybe they are trying maybe. to before. Maybe. Um, but the scenes. I really like what tied this together were the scenes between um Sakurai and. Um, Uzaki, mm-hmm. you know they're both. It's like it's progression. They're just like, oh my gosh, can I see you more than just a friend? You know they're starting to have those thoughts. So we're finding we're getting some progression from them. Is that just that last scene where I, I if see it looked like Uzaki kind of just got caught up in the emotions, mm-hmm. and she was like, ooh. Like, you could tell, like, she was about to get carried away and, like, actually confess. But then she called herself and she's like, oh, wait, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> Decided not to. Yeah. So, yeah. Just stay, that can was... you repeat a grade, senpai? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, when she realized that they weren't going to be, oh, she's going to grad. Oh, right, he's going to graduate. I'm like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> so, yeah, you better get that dick while it's still hot. Yeah. You got time. Like over a year, you're good. Mm-mm, that's how. That's what they all say. Mm-hmm. And a year passes. Yeah. Well, I'm rooting for them as always. Gambate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you too. Gambate mouse. Um. What is our last anime? Is Utawa Reru Mono. Mm-hmm. Uh. Wait. What's what's the rest of it? I like saying the full name. I see the phone. Where the fuck are the leftovers? Where are the leftovers? Oh, damn. Not the sites. Oh, okay. There's only two anime. That's why I missed it. Utawareru mono futari no hakuoro. Episode. Episode 20. Um. So. Kamu. The guy meets them. Have you met Kami before, or do or do I just not remember her? Yeah, we met her. She's part of the original, okay. like OG cast. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, I I like this scene. Be- I like this episode how it started off very like you know this is gonna be clearly a not too heavy episode. Things are gonna get cute. Um. Oh, excuse me. Let's see, what was I going to say? Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, she gets spanked at the beginning. 
that was that was yeah you know little stuff like that somehow we Haku finally finds out that Kwan is the princess it took him took him long enough right I love how when she's like oh yes I have to go home see you guys and he's like oh well See you guys forever. They were you know, the way they were ready to walk away. They were like, "Oh, yeah." The twins are like, "We'll never forget you." Right. I was like, "Not the time I'm trying to get rid of her." That's wild. But yeah, he eventually finds out that she's a princess. Um, she does so in a very dramatic way, a very cute way. She's like, "Oh, you must serve me." Mm. Um, <laughs> like she, she reveals herself, and then he's like immediately like you. You attacked me. You broke my rib. <laughs> you broke my rib, right? Like you broke my rib, and then she puts on her, her cape. She's like, "I don't know who you're talking about. Who, I don't know who Kwan is." And he's like, "Uh, <laughs> what?" <laughs> also, did they drug Kwan's dad? Yes. <laughs> that is wild. Also, I saw them twins. And I was like, uh, I was like, uh, yeah, those, are the, those are the twins. I was like, uh, oh, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, so you know where he where he ended up after he got drunk. Yikes! Mm. <laughs> uh, of course, Haku's Haku Haku is okay with it because he literally helped, like, did this lied about it. <laughs> His mm. lie was slightly worse than hers. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. <laughs> Yeah, they're fine with it. And then the next day, she's like, "Oh, I can help you find where the forbidden one is. The forbidden one, where the the master key is." Sorry, I, I'm just like I keep thinking the, king, the kingdom key, the kingdom hearts. I think of something like you know, oh, the gate, the key, mm-hmm. the door, the thing, the final lock, right? The last lightsaber, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're looking for the master key, and they go down, they go under the castle, and while they don't find the master key, they find Gundams. <laughs> yeah, for literal Gundams. I loved, I love seeing Kuan. Like, I, this is what I missed, the Kuan-Haku right. interactions, because they have such a genuinely cute relationship. Mm-hmm. Actually, before it, mm. pause, before we even get there, for a minute... As they were going downstairs, I can't forget the, the juiciest part of this episode. <laughs> they were going downstairs. And at some point, like she falls, she trips, and then he helps her up, and she's like, "Oh, I, I can't see. Can you hold my hand?" And then they start talking, and she's just like, you know, she kind of makes her move, and she was really cute about it. I was like, "Oh, to a point where." They're like you tell about the kiss, and it was like actually kind of romantic. Like the setting was everything, but unfortunately, she ends up getting cock blocked by the plot. Mm-hmm. Say that five times fast. Cock yeah. blocked by the plot. Cock blocked. No, I can't. Right. Also, contender for episode title. Yes. Although I'm not sure. <laughs> YouTube. Is... Asterisks. YouTube. Lots of asterisks. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> just, put, just put a bunch of actors everywhere and we should be fine. It's okay. No bunch of actors. <laughs> but, um... But, yeah. They've discovered the max. And then, Kwan becomes 
uncharacteristically stupid and decides to mess with like the controls these very scary ancient <laughs> things that look very terrifying like if i saw gundam present past the future i would mm. not be like yes let's press the buttons and mess with them why not it's fun <laughs> Also, I love how the whole thought process of him showing off the robots like implies that it was him who programmed them. Yeah, he's like, "What could it possibly be? password?" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh my god, it's that simple." She's like, "Wow, how does that work? What did you use? What great words did you use?" Mm-hmm. That's so funny because she clearly has no idea of the yeah. password. So that was very funny. That was yeah. That was. That was the best scene. Them going on the ground, honestly, was like the best scene. Like this, this is typical good Otawada Rumano. Yes, I kind of want to see more of this I too. Did. This setup, the whole like him being from like quote unquote modern society with right. robots and passwords, and her being from this like mystical land society, and just seeing how they interact with each other. Especially when they stumble on like you know like of the past. Mm-hmm. The, the advanced technology, you know, him knowing it, she doesn't. And just how much, you know, he's willing to teach her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, definitely want another episode of that. And maybe we'll see when they go to that other place whose name that I did not bother write, write down. I don't know why they made, like, Kota Kumanchkaya Like, I was like, bro, this is a long word. I know this means probably something very meaningful, but holy crap. Not even Golden Kamui has names this, this difficult. And there's a lot of names in Golden Kamui. Yeah. They're doing a lot. <sighs> but unless you have anything to add, Oni. Nope, I'm all good on my part. So try to take all us right. away. Yes, please do. Guys, if you enjoyed this extra long episode of the wife wars podcast make sure thank you for staying for the whole thing (laughs) yeah five stars for you and if you like you can follow us over on twitter follow us on twitch and join the party on our discord all linked in the description down below you can also become a patron or channel member and join us for our weekly live watches like all the other patrons and members do every week at 7 p.m eastern every sunday i should say um, we are watching Chainsaw Man and Spy Family. So if that sounds interesting to you, you know what to do. And Drew, do you have anything you'd like to add? Um, thank you to everyone who watched me. Happy birthday. I'm, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm applying apply people who wish me happy birthday because everyone's been doing it all day. Thank you so much. Um, I'm finally 30, and it only makes sense that I would start my 30s off on the right foot with heartburn. welcome to old age until next time this has been so and we'll catch you later later bye